host Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Hey, y'all. Hey. Not the not the breath. Happy August. Oh, it is August, huh? I mean, it was technically August last time we had episode two, so. Oh, because August was Monday. Mm-hmm. Oh, they like, girl, where y'all been at? Uh, we've been <laughs> reading this book. <laughs> I was about to say we've been in this book. That's where we've been. Mm, well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, sure. Will. Okay. Excited mm. to hear your thoughts, girl. Boo, not girl. <laughs> we didn't even talk all day. I will tell you that much. We've been talking all day. We have. We have. Well, this could might be a short, a short episode. Ain't no way. <laughs> okay, well the front half will be sure the front half. <laughs> sure, the front half. Yeah, yeah. Cause <laughs> I really only had one piece of news. I thought I almost forgot about this. What? Um. So apparently, the police across the country have been warning the public about fake violinists, people who are pretending to play the violin in order to <laughs> solicit donations. What? Um. Apparently, that's they're like. They're they're talking about this is a problem. First of all, you trying to make money to you start to pose as a musician. Real musicians don't be making money. Like yeah, that's how you know it's a scam. <laughs> um, so apparently they the this news channel that I'm I'll link in the, the description. Uh, they got a tip from somebody. I'm like, first of all how empty your life gotta be to be tipping somebody off about somebody pl- pretending to play the violin that's not somebody who ain't got nothing to do like they retired or something like at all nothing to do at all they tipped him off to a man who was appearing to play the violin outside of a target um in michigan he performed next to a sign that read dad with three kids please help for food and rent they approached him and asked him about his performance um because they saw him holding his violin down and the bow was away from the strings, but the violin music began playing <laughs> at his speakers. First of all, let me get it. First, don't say nothing if you see me with the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, okay? Listen, if that's all it took. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to my next audition with a um with a speaker. All right. There's literally a proctor, but okay, <laughs> it could be something. So for whatever reason, it sound it could be like you know under your shirt or something. For whatever reason, your sound sounds it's perfect, but it sounds kind of muffled. Yeah. yeah, it's the humidity. It sounds like it's coming from your hip. Mm, okay, your bell buckle got a speaker on it. <laughs> it's the 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 maker. He wanted a more natural sound that's close to the body. Yeah, so like the way they built it, like my sound goes down, like to yeah. about my hip area, and then it goes out. That's right too. It, it embodies a tree <laughs> where it goes down. So y'all don't know nothing about that. Yeah. yeah it's you, unique yeah. Sound. It's, it's real. It's real new. Yeah. It's that new technology. Yeah. You got to catch up. Uh, so they told the man that some viewers were concerned um, that he was pretending to play the violin. Again, people with nothing else to do under the sun. Um, but they decided not to comment. Um, and they packed up and left. Um, so police and officials across the country have been warning the public about similar performers. There was actually a performer like this in the parking lot outside of uh, the grocery store that was by my old apartment. 
out there playing the violin. Um, the supervisor of Springfield Township in Oakland County, Michigan, made a post um, about it urging residents to be careful with their money. He said, quote, this is a nationwide problem and oh, we're addressing it. Okay. <laughs> we're addressing it. Um, these are not your neighbors in need. Um, they aren't real musicians. Please, please call Sheriff's Dispatch if you see this scam and do not reward them with a donation. Even if they're not actually playing the violin, that don't mean they're not in need. Because busking, busking and, you know, soliciting on the street is not fun. You know, and it doesn't, yeah. and people are not, like, some people have good days, but it's not a super lucrative thing to the point where somebody would just rather do that and they're just making bank off of it and living large. Like, also, how y'all feel typing that up? Like, they probably really do need the money. Like, That's such a bizarre thing. Like, do y'all understand? I, look, I feel like if this is your community's problem, you are very blessed. Do y'all know what's going on outside? We got two pandemics. Biden done got COVID twice, back to back. That's literally impossible. <laughs> Kamala ain't doing nothing but getting silk presses. Monkeypox on the rise. Gas high, food high. Wages low. How come everyone is refusing to be serious? Like, okay. I'm that kind of pissed me off. I ain't gonna hold you. No, Do you for know real. what's happening outside. The world's spinning faster. Like, the literal an- Earth is spinning faster. And y'all talking about this? They How have, you even see him? <laughs> they have like literally comments in this article. They have posts from people in multiple cities multiple states like police in multiple um states around the country this one talking about and from maryland talking about warning in all caps <laughs> this is a nationwide issue like what this is a nationwide i can't you can't think of any more nationwide issues right now not one <laughs> and i understand that yes you could deal with two things at once i understand that multiple you could do multiple things but y'all not so this is not on the list I'm, I, it, this is insane. Also, y'all refuse to do anything. So people was like, "Bump it!" Like, where that violin you done rented from the shop? Let me go out there and and make some and do something with it. Like, it's giving industrious. I somebody, if some of y'all should try this behind the curtain. Let us know how it goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you imagine that? That'd be insane. I couldn't even imagine how you would even set that up. Uh, yeah, and I just don't like. I just don't understand why they assuming that just because they can't play the violin. First of all, first of all, that's even more believable that they need the money. You know how expensive it is to learn how to play the violin. Right. Let's start there. If they knew yeah. how to play the violin, they probably would need less money. So, so are you reporting all them people that um are actors on TV getting paid to fake their instruments? You reporting them too? You going down to the Warner Brothers? Be serious. Like not a nationwide issue that people are pretending to play the violin. I want to live where y'all are at. Well, actually, this is why I say me. y'all. Like everybody is just very unserious. Like very <laughs> unserious. You talking about warning all caps over this? It'd be different if they were pretending to play their violin, and they had they pet monkey that distracts you while you stay steal your credit cards. Yeah, it's like you don't have to put the money in there. First of all. 
and this is why I don't like like people. This is very much that whole American pull yourself by the bootstraps, blah, 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 like thing. Like, first of all, you living on the street or you're on the verge of living on the street, whatever, you don't have to do a damn thing for me to give you some money. You know, yeah. like some people, they, they think like, I mean, I know some people, they try to volunteer to do it. Cause I think people are more likely to give you some money. Like some, they'll, they'll offer to wash your windshield or something mm-hmm. like that. Cause I think people are going to be more inclined to give them money. But like people like, they always want to like have the moral high ground when it comes to like people who are, who are panhandling or something like that. They like, Oh, they're being dishonest by pretending to play the violin. They want some food to eat. Who yeah. cares? Like, who cares? That's like, always been so weird to me. Like, they gonna spend. I'm like, why do you even care what they gonna spend on? This is dude that be over by the by the freeway exit by my grandma's house, and he said, "I'm in need of some weed and D." That's what his sign said. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> I said, period. Period. Like, you was in a situation you wouldn't need to get high. Like, he he wanted just. It's just weed. Like, he just want to chill. Y'all be spending y'all money on drugs, too. <laughs> right. Like, if he don't buy no weed with it, you was about to. So, <laughs> Shout out to him. I hope pillar. he's doing well. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. But, yeah. Classical music is crazy. Like, a, there ain't nothing going on, huh? Girl, it's barren. Sparing, like y'all need to start getting interesting, please. It'll pick up once the um the season starts, or somebody does something stupid, which is synonymous with when the season starts. Um. Oh, I know that uh, the Minnesota Orchestra just got their new music director. I don't know his name. So, and (laughs) James, what is going on in Minnesota Orchestra? They they hired like fifty people and got a new music director. And y'all got a new music director who hired the old people. How does that work? Girl, I don't know. I don't know if this is a guy, like, if whoever, I don't know nothing. Then let me not even. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to try, and then I was like, eh. This wasn't even in the original news, so <laughs> this is what we just came up, because I was trying to think of stuff um, literally just now. And I saw this article about the Long Beach Opera, but it's paywalled, so. Sorry, I got y'all. some nerve. That's insane. I might, I might be switching one of my. They're about to raise my New York Times subscription. I might switch it to LA Times since I live here now. But they raising it? They raising it because I think I got it on a promotion. Oh yeah, so they raised it's about to be seventeen dollars a month. I don't know. Oh, and I haven't really been reading that much. I and I really have not been. I don't know why. Like the New York Times, that's one of the apps I use most on my phone. I don't know why. Ever since I got my Washington Post subscription, like I do not be over there. I think I just forget I have it. I do not be over there. I need to start reading it more, or else it's getting it's getting chopped. But I have a year. I have the year anyway. So I forgot that they gonna do that. I'm not paying seventeen dollars for New York Times. I don't read it all. Yeah. Cause you get it, it's like a dollar a week when you first get it, right? Yeah, something, something like that. Yeah, make sure y'all email me, cause I'm gonna be very tight. Let me know what's going up, so I can cancel it. Yeah, they emailed me. I'm trying. I'm still trying to decide. I don't know. Seventeen dollars a month. I don't know. That's what Netflix is. I'd rather do that. Cause I'm like, I don't use Netflix. And I don't use New York Times, but I'm gonna use Netflix more than I use New York Times. Yeah, my Netflix. I downgraded my Netflix because I wasn't watching it that much anymore. 
So I really watch Netflix probably once a month. It's pathetic, and I pay for it. And I just went half on HBO Max with um you Shane. Okay. He owe me money. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta set up an agreement because I'm gonna cancel it. Don't play with me. <laughs> Don't play with me. Zonzo it. All right. This is we're talking about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let me give you a little backstory on intermission. So I'm doing this little program or whatever where I'm teaching some lessons. I have to teach a certain amount of lessons for um, by the time they, these kids do a recital or whatever. So I had this student and wow. So she has she had this pro- had period past tense. She had this problem. I don't know how to describe it without us being on video where like her 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 wrist was bent but not like in a typical like pizza fashion you would see but it's like bent to the side it's a typical problem though you kind of see it a lot in orchestras it's nothing crazy and i was looking at her i'm like no we gotta fix this so i'm over here on the lesson i'm like okay let's try this let's try this let's try this let's try this and finally i was like okay let's do let's yo pinky was struggling i mean you could hear it screaming trying to reach fourth finger i'm like what we finna do about this little girl what we gonna do change the bounce in the hand move the second finger across from the middle move the thumb across from the second finger boom bomb like it was fixed i was like hey bet go home work on this let's let's figure it out because um you know it's a new hand shape we gotta get used to that i come back it's a whole different player i was like i was like i'm actually very impressed she over here she doing her little stridiac she she i gave her some some double stop exercise she's like i'm you gonna hear that next time i was like okay period <laughs> say, say less her she she learned i gave her this gavotte piece this typical this gavotte like if you um viola book three learned the whole thing it wasn't perfect by any means but like could play the whole thing and i was like you know what this is insane you did all this in one week man and i for the first time ever in my career i like hesitated to like mention like oh you know what let's figure out how you how we gonna get you to make your music and that was the first time it was actually very terrifying we already talked about it the program also comes with like some mentorship and she already told me she wants to be a doctor so and like there is the route you can as someone who wanted to go to dental school like you don't have to major in a science to go to another school a lot of times a school would you know prefer or like be impressed that you like got you know a music degree a dance degree you know or whatever before going on it's just about the prereq classes you take and like how you perform in the MCAT and so um I want to talk about it a little bit like I asked Delaney um knowing what you know now would you let me pull up exactly how I I have to scroll through some stuff give me, give me one second <laughs> It's at least a lie here. Man, it is. Okay. Um, given everything you know now, would you still recommend a high schooler to pursue a career in classical music? Yeah, I mean, if they wanted to. I don't... Hmm... Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell them like if they wanted to, like don't do that. Like you know, especially how, especially with how enthusiastic high schoolers that want to major in music typically are. Um, 
and then I will say I do always if I see someone that like really likes it and um is still doing it I maybe it's because of what I it's what I did but I always uh, just for whatever reason assume that that's what they're going to do like I just assume a continuation of playing um but yeah um, to be fair, the reason why I hesitated, one, she's a senior. I, I want to clarify that. One, she's a senior, and um, I'm trying to get my thoughts together. One, she's a senior, and it's August. Yeah. So, <laughs> I feel like I don't. I shouldn't have to say anything else. Um, yeah. And also, for students, I, I don't want to overwhelm kids. For students who are not used to that amount of practice the amount of work you would have to put in between now and December to get into any school because I was like I was like man I really could send her up there to ISU because I know Kate would really do something like Kate Kate could do something with that um and then she could do she could do but she's not she can't do viola performance there's no way so and um and music ed wouldn't be a good fit because music ed wouldn't be a good fit because if she wants to go to medical school, it's just been there, done that. It's actually very difficult. Um, I don't know. For me, I think the I think the I agree with what you said. Just as a blanket statement, like if you want to do it, I would never discourage you. I remember, um, me and you Shane got in a little tussle many years ago because my cousin at the time said she wanted to be a, a lawyer he was like don't do it because he was in medical school and he hated he medical hated school it. huh medical school my bad what's it called <laughs> you want to be a lawyer yep <laughs> no, <what's it> called? <laughs> at the that time he just <laughs> at the time he had just finished his like, first year of law school he was like don't do it and i'm like that pissed me Dang. off cause i'm like if she wants to be a lawyer that's what she want to do now yeah. she's she's going to sped so she change the strategy but it don't even matter if she has what she want to do just because you having a terrible time and it's kind of like i don't know it's kind of like you should if you're having a bad time you should be honest with i think it's the difference between being honest about what's terrible about it instead of being like no nah, i don't do it because like i hate that that's not your place to say yeah and there's a, there's a lot of reasons why you might not enjoy law school there's a lot of different types of lawyers you can be too so it's yeah. like you know some people it just depends. I I don't know. I feel like beyond the blanket statement, I haven't. I have not been having fun all this way. <laughs> <laughs> it has not been fun. What was fun? I remember I'm reading Yvonne's book, and one thing she says is that you should never focus on the fine print. Because if I saw the fine print of this journey, I'm I will guarantee I would not be I would not be here. I'm tell I would not I would just talk public school and minding my business. I'm not even playing like and I think that's what gives me pause. And I'm like, oh you know, or like when I do I did have a student one time where she was on track to going to taking auditions and then her life just got crazy but and she had to stop taking lessons with me. But you know, I still had a knot in my throat about telling her to to pursue music I don't know I don't know about not focusing on the fine print isn't that usually what comes back to bite you in the butt I think she meant like 
their your end goal is like oh i'm gonna do this and this but the fine print might be like poverty or (laughs) falling out with your parents or falling out with your friends or a thousand rejections and it's like if you focus if you focus on that stuff you know it it would hinder your goal yeah and that really i was like period um but also if i knew about that i really i'm telling you (laughs) would not be here um but i don't know i try not to be jaded one this this one person I'm so happy I don't have to deal with no more told me like oh you're not jaded I'm like first of all how you gonna tell me Ooh. what I am don't tell me what I am and secondly I'm not saying I'm jaded but it's just like you just know more and this is like huh who is that I just know no I know more but um I think I still wait I'd be like so what which I'll be I, I ain't gonna lie I'll be like so what you wanna do with it I will say that like what you, you wanna just... do in classical music if we could just go back i'm sure you would love to go back <laughs> i might be like what do you want to do in classical music you want to teach public school yeah oh yeah your dream job general music <laughs> god bless y'all i'm telling you general music is stressful as hell Especially like the kindergarten. Oh my god, and it's so freaking sticky. I remember that time when we was there and your colleague wanted us to tune the the little 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 kids violins. Remember that? You was over there <laughs> with your hands in the toys. <laughs> Wait, what happened? <laughs> we was on our way out too. And they asked us, could, could we help tune on the little, little kid? I'm like, first of all, they're not finna listen to you anyway. So, okay. <laughs> what's the point? <laughs> Was they finna listen to them? Oh, wait. I, I thought you said they're not gonna listen to the notes. Oh, no, but absolutely not. Yeah, the person that's teaching that class. Oh, absolutely but, not. Literally, that not was playtime. They was using him as a jungle gym. So. <laughs> Kids, I listen. Kids I've got a weakness. That's all I'm gonna say. Like, they, they're for real. I I've gotten sick enough times teaching to know that I don't touch nobody's instrument while I, I don't touch nobody's instrument. I don't touch nobody's hands. Cause like when you teach you know, I like to be I like to move your hand around. I wanna see like, I wanna see if there's tension. The minute you walk out of the room, sometimes you packing up hand sanitizer. Cause I'm not what you're not gonna do is make me sick. Y'all carry them kids carry corona before corona even came out. Okay. They got the next pandemic. The one 100 years from now, if the world isn't floating away, they got that. These kids got all type of stuff. They got stuff you ain't never heard about before or heard about since. What's that junk that took them people out in in, in Ireland in the 1300s? They got the that. Famine? Yup. Was that I don't the, know where they got uh, it from. I just heard Ireland, so I was like potato famine. That's what but. I, what, the black, the black. The Whatever that was, plague? the bubonic plague. They got that somewhere now. Uh, they got the bubonic plague, Katie. Kids are incredible. They always touching. They always sticky. They nose be snotting. They licking their hands. You, s- how many parents fall twenty twenty one, or f- fall twenty twenty even? Matter of fact, that said, their kid came home with somebody else mask. <gasps> Like and that is exactly why you sleeping on the lawn. <laughs> like, so then you add like, and then my patience. I have, I am pretty patient, 
when teaching, but like something gets unclicked when it comes to general music. Like, not I, unclicked. <laughs> especially like, okay, I could do third and up, but I remember one time I had to sub kindergarten general music, and it wasn't like it was like when I was okay. still in under. I was I'd still. Rather, I'd rather go spend a day in hell. <laughs> And it wasn't like, oh, it's just a sub. You just put a movie on. No, this was when I was still an undergrad. So what what she would do was, the the there was a university school across the street from the. There's still it's still there. There's a university school across from the music building, that you would go do your whatever. And when she wasn't there, she would take she would ask students to sub her class with an actual sub in there, so the kids could keep learning and stuff like that. And you know you want to be you want to be chosen as one of them kids like you want to be chosen as one of the people to go teach. So I was like, how can I get chosen? You know, I'm trying to you know I want to be one of the ones, girl. That's why you shouldn't be so freaking eager. Okay. She sent an email out. I'm like, yeah, yeah, me, 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 me. <coughs> Kindergarten, never again, never ever oh my again. Gosh. Oh my! And like you, I don't remember exact details. I don't think I did it alone. Because it's like you a student, so there's a substitute teacher that's mandated mandated by the law, and then it's like you and like somebody else. It was me. I was like, when is this twenty five minutes over? I can't. Wow, terrible time. I had a terrible time. I did not have no fun. Not one. I didn't have one fun. <laughs> not one. Fun. That's like when I I was when I was working for who he was working for, I was thrust in situations that I did not sign up for. And I was like, I came here to teach the double bass to, <laughs> to children who can write and who can read and, you know, are, are there. I can have a regular conversation with. I am not that I was, I'm not that teacher that, okay, kids, let's <laughs> sing wing. I like, even, I'm, I couldn't I'm even just imagine not, it. <laughs> I do not have that in me. Like it's not there. Like it's just not there. I couldn't do it if I tried. And, I, and they wanted me to co-teach, and but then the other teacher, there were so many. They kind of wanted us to split up. And I'm like, first of all, all the kids on her side having fun. All the kids on my side, <laughs> whatever, because I'm not doing that. She was over there singing all her words. I'm just gonna talk to you like a regular human being. <laughs> I don't care that you're six. <laughs> I don't care that you're six. <laughs> okay, I'm but not, that wasn't even fair because hey that. Hey, everybody, let's get our violin. Like, no, pick up your violin, children. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just feel like I'm just I'm too serious for general music in general, and like a good general music teacher, like the the girl you're talking about, she is stellar, very good at that. She's very like you have to have a certain personality for like my friend Eileen. She teaches orchestra now, but. Eileen, I don't have a welcoming presence. I, I don't have an inviting demeanor, a positive aura. I radiate negativity at times. Like I have been told by two people that I am the definition of negativity, which That's I personally think because I, I told you my mom said that, and my sister agreed, and I was like, okay. Not too much. Okay, one one and a half because your sister ain't say it to you. Okay, but she agreed. Yeah, but she was like, "Yes, you are." So. Oh, hold on. Okay. 
yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I, I personally think that's a stretch. I don't think I'm the definition, but I'm not. I definitely don't think I have a. I am a friendly person, or if, okay, this makes me sound really terrible. I am nice. Like I. Well, okay, hold on. I am cordial. I'm not like I'm not a beat. <laughs> like if you meet me, I'm not gonna be mean to you. Like I don't want that to to seem like. But I'm not a friendly person. Like I'm not like. Like, you know, mm. I'm not very social. Like, what do you call that? Personable. When people, when people come up to you for the first time, I could tell who... I could tell, like, why that person really don't know Delaney. When we was at, when we was at that thing and someone yeah. came up, I had never met this person in my life, but they... We were friends on Facebook. They came up, Delaney, and gave me a hug. I was, <laughs> I was like, wow, that's insane. I was like, not the touch barrier on the first <laughs> meeting? Stranger, I, like I don't you know you almost, from a pack of ham. You can almost take us. I feel like we're pretty transparent on the show. I feel like, I mean, obviously you don't know all our business, but I feel like how you how you listen to us is how we gonna be in person. So just remember that. <laughs> like, and I'm much easier with a buffer. I feel like mm-hmm. I take a little bit of time to like open up. Anybody who knows me in a professional <laughs> manner or like we're not friends, but we know each other. And then listen to the show. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then oh. vice versa. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like when people meet me in person, they're like, mm. I'm, but I'm regular. This is who I am, but it, it helps if I'm with people that I know yeah. that I have the like rapport. Because like, I remember one time I was, we were recording and my stepdad, who I've known since high school was like, I've never seen her. I've never heard her talk <laughs> that, <laughs> that much. That's crazy. <laughs> We've lived together for, for years. So... <laughs> But um I'm literally loud. I'm like, I'm literally loud everywhere. Yeah. I wanna make it seem like nah I'm, I'm you know, no, I don't oh, think people hey, think Hey Delaney, get the fuck away from me, you know? Like I'm foaming <laughs> at the mouth and I'm whatever, but for kids, for little kids where they ha- you have to be like cheery and stuff. I'm just like I'm just not that. It just also like yeah, I can't even me who likes I love kids and stuff like that. I just I I like my cutoff. Well, well I'm like, I let me stop lying because before the pandemic and I had a little job I was teaching. Um, I, I started like a little string program at this one private school in, in Rochester. I actually had a good time and my favorite class was first grade. First grade was lit because she was the one who was like, Miss, my dad said when you gonna let me use my stick. Like I loved first grade actually actually let me not lie i had a good time so i don't even know where i stand i do love little kids i just don't there's a certain age cut off where i don't love teaching you like 10 and up nine and up and also in the group setting because i remember i will never forget i had a student named arabella she was eight and she was perfect she was perfect i had a really good time so it just depends but yeah now that i think about that school i used to teach at, i actually don't mind but the general music is where i draw the freaking line like it's gonna have to be it's gonna have to be this or eviction for me to be like all right let me go on because you gotta sit on the floor and the boom whackers and the orf instruments and the it's just two and the recorders have you given 10 grade 10 year olds a recorder before <laughs> and then the songs and they singing about frogs and lions and then they marching around and I can't play the piano, so it's gonna be even worse. I can't. 
and I'm too I'm too serious. I'm too serious. I be I be getting mad when they not getting a little rhythm right, and it's like they just came from lunch. <laughs> it's too cutesy. Like where? Yeah. Let's let's like, play gossip gavotte. First of all, grow up. First of all, I got bills. Ain't shit funny. So let's start there. <laughs> Like, I understand you all are all happiness and rainbows and skipping around. I got a light bill. <laughs> no, I love I internet to see kids bill. be like that because they haven't been tainted yet. I know, but I'm just saying, I can't be on that level with you. <laughs> like, it's pure be. joy. They I'm, be so I'm happy. Very happy. And, I, and I want that happiness for you. Just understand why I'm not there. Why I'm not on that same wavelength. <laughs> Listen, not too much on him. Like, I ain't going to do too much, but I will pay top dollar. And I ain't even going to say the amount because I'll be embarrassed to see tapes of Richard teaching general music because what was, I want to, I want to see it, but you know what? He be, I ain't going to, I'm going to chill on him, but he, I know I've seen him with kids. So yeah, I was about so. to say, remember when we caught, first of all, we was on FaceTime with him one time when he was with like a niece or a nephew and we caught him babysitting them kids. <laughs> yeah. Talking about so something not adding up. Well, no, hold on. Three plus four equals fish because something not something not adding up. Because niece and nephew, I can understand. I I can muster up like not muster, not muster up. Muster up. That's <laughs> no, insane. I, no, like it's because it don't feel like that. I mean, after a certain amount, it will. But like my nephew was over here for a weekend and I was entertaining him, entertaining a five year old. Like when I tell you, I played every game under the sun. And also, I feel bad because he has no siblings, no cousins. Mm-hmm. You know, and I like I just feel really, really bad about that. Um, not bad enough to have a kid, but still. I mean, but yeah, if I get to <laughs> I play every game. Name a game I play. I was playing basketball. I played soccer. I played throw tennis ball over your shoulder, try to get in the thing. I played wagon where I was pulling him around on this thing, running around the backyard. I played tic tac toe. I played fishing game. I played shark eating. I played hide and seek, dinosaur. Every single thing at the sun I, I can do that because like it's my nephew so like mm-hmm. i understand you know that i can't pretend to like dinosaurs and rainbows for any other kid sorry <laughs> but when richard was babysitting those other kids those non-blood related kids yeah you ain't i slick. was like i was like nah you, you about to get found out i'm very close i don't know what it is but i'm gonna find out right and they see you know he they see you know we getting a we getting a baby shower invitation listen <laughs> Richard's gonna light us up. Hey, Richard. <laughs> he ain't gonna be our friend no more. But you know what? I had a good time. Well, we're just coming in case. To visit in a couple months. Oh, we gotta yeah. figure that out. Yeah, we do. I'll, Cause I'm planning on it. Yeah, we said we were gonna do it. We're gonna show up. We're gonna be right there. Right. We're planning on it. He's not, but that's okay. Richard gonna be like, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> On second thought. I have a, a paint drying convention to go to that weekend. Yeah, it's very serious. Uh, receiving an award. Yeah, I gotta right. gotta be there. All right, I'll meet you there. Right. I I gotta uh braid that braid braid my leg hairs on that day. So, Richard, I don't even I don't even understand why he deal with us because we're fun and spunky and fresh. <laughs> yep. Oh, Chile. We moving on? Yep. <laughs> Take it away, Katie. All right, y'all. So, 
let's give y'all a little summary of what happened in in parts three and four mm-hmm. and then um we get into it okay okay all right so boom so basically what this was talking about was like his experience like going to college and stuff like that and like his relationship with like his peers and stuff and then like his relationship with um with his teacher so by the time it was time for him to graduate he had dinner with some other professor like i don't know like a history professor or something and he was like you consider you should consider the tchaikovsky competition and he was like word so then he go back to his teacher his teacher like yeah i think you should do that but like you're not ready for it yet but she's like you got to get it a better violin so he go down to the shop and the dude is like okay try this violin he tried his violin and he tried all these other ones and they were they were cute or whatever and he settled on this other one he was like how much he was like way too much money like thirty six thousand dollars so then he was like you sure my violin not good and and he was like i can take a look and he was like this is a plastic violin he's like nah look some more so then he was like oh okay whatever so fast forward boom he restores the violin finds out it's a stradivarius so then um it's like all this hullabaloo like oh my god he got a strad they find a strad like oh my god what we finna do ah ten million dollars so then he goes and gets to the praise that's how he finds out it's ten million dollars so then okay so his teacher janice was like all right we gotta like make a big deal the university could benefit from it blase squase boom so all this all this commotion this dude got his violin da 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 oh my god it's a strad we got a strad in north carolina and blase squase okay mm-hmm. boom so then of course all this like two things happen first he started getting famous or whatever because like people want to hear the strat which okay we'll put we'll, let me just get through it we'll come back people want to hear the strat so he started doing all these performance engagements but also people start like hounding him like oh this is my violin you know like i don't know if you ever saw annie but the end of annie and it's my favorite musical at the end of annie like because annie spent the whole time trying to find her parents a whole movie she's like oh my god my parents are alive y'all are some scrubs like my parents are alive so she spent a whole movie trying to find her parents at the end when daddy she was at daddy warbucks's mansion he was like i want to adopt you annie and she's like but my parents are alive and he looked all sad and then he did a nationwide search trying to find her parents and when he opened up the door the next day there was like a hundred people outside talking about their annie parents and obviously annie had a locket whatever that's what this was like everybody this is everybody violin oh this is my tt violin okay (laughs) like all this other stuff okay boom then so his family started wilding out expected we're gonna talk about that because his family started wilding out but also then these people these like these two white people came like this is our papa's violin he's like no it's not and then they tussled about that basically what they're saying is that like they're the master of the plantation that uh pop-pop had worked on or was you know enslaved on they're saying that that's their violin and we find out that the marxists actually were the monticellos and they have immigrated to america and they changed their name to marx and he's saying that they looted the plantation and stole the violin so they won it back then they sue him because he was like y'all not taking this violin and he they were like okay you bet you don't want to give us a violin we taking the violin and they sued him okay then he doing all his performances or whatever the whole the part four ends literally unhinged as hell like crazy because he's been doing all these like 
performances or whatever touring all around teaching master classes doing all this stuff because of the strad i mean he also plays well um but he doing all this stuff um then he gets arrested and accosted by the police um and then he's like okay whatever and then that's all that's all we find out so i just want to make it clear we got a little bit of backstory and then a whole bunch of fluff so we're gonna get into it so let's what's your did i miss anything before we move on what is one kind of big thing the grandma oh grandma died yes grandma died and also at the at the very very end the family the family are suing him oh the, his family is suing him too yeah because they're afraid that the white people are gonna win their lawsuits so they're like okay we're well, mm. gonna sue him first and get that violin ridiculous yeah okay so what you trying to talk about because <sighs> well on the bright side <laughs> yeah let's start there it'll be brief you're not right on the bright side I enjoy well just finish it because it's gonna make it worse the first chapter of part three was about the was about the teacher and stuff and i really appreciated that he had somebody in his corner like yeah. you know i just like seeing like oh black teacher like really really like encouraging her students like she really went like she goes hard for him yeah it's not I'm really nothing he like a somebody black like teacher. that yeah like, it's really nothing like a black teacher like it's insane i'm just glad he had somebody like that in his corner yeah Okay, I just feel like <clears throat> Okay, I'm just going to thumb through. I have so many tabs. I have so many tabs. Okay, the first thing one thing that I'm noticing <clears throat> and I was talking to Delaney about is the fact that like being an expert in this being an expert in, in this um subject. Okay, expert. You are literally also one well i dabble being an expert in this <laughs> <clears throat> in the subject matter kind of like puts you not puts you on alert but it just makes you more critical because it's just like there's so many notes i have in here like this is not realistic and i remember like having a conversation with someone and i was complaining about a, a tv show or a movie and i was like it's not realistic and then they were like oh well it's fiction it's supposed to be unrealistic but it's like when stuff be popping out so much that it doesn't seem plausible it's like it's not a fantasy book you know it's not like this dude don't got powers he not he ain't drink a secret potion that made him play the violin well like it's supposed to mimic or resemble real life and like a lot of times it doesn't like how you okay i ain't trying to do too much but it's like how you a senior in college who been taking lessons for four years and you already ready for the Tchaikovsky violin? Like no one will recommend that. Literally, no one. It's <laughs> like, a prodigy. It's a prodigy. No, that's not realistic, Delaney. <laughs> that made me be a mad. prodigy. <clears throat> and then, nah. And then you ready? Okay, even if it was on the table, now you ready for it? Like a year later? Nah, I don't. I ain't like that. That made me mad. 
<laughs> See, and that's not even, I, I thought the same, I mean, that's not even what jumped out to me about the whole, you know, knowing the subject matter. Like, I think that that's probably a thing, anything that's meant for a general audience about something that you have specialized knowledge about, some stuff like, oh, that's just the first thing. There's plenty. That's when I started to have my, like, my guards had to slowly go up. I was just like, okay. Just, like, yeah, some of the, like, some of the stuff, it wouldn't, like, again, would not probably be flagged by anybody who didn't know what they were talking about. Yeah. But like some, even some of the specialized language, like, talking to, like talking about music, oh, and then he went shifted to the minor mixolydian, whatever. Who, like, I just don't understand who the stuff like that is for. Because people who, don't, first of all, you could put me in a category of people who don't know modes. I'm about to say, so. like, girl, first of all, the the, the modes were kind of dicey when we was learning about them. Because I was like, I don't really get this, but I'm going to leave it alone. And then it's like all these years later, like, I, I really just kept my eyes moving. I've been playing viola for 20 years. I just That's kept insane. my eyes going. Because I was like, I, what, is, what does that even mean? What does that help? What does that... And I, I think, like, not to do too much, but I found, like, the, a lot of times the writing was kind of distracting because, like, even a lot of times, like, there'll be a description of something and I'll be like, what, like, what was the point of that? Like, for example, let's jump in ahead, like, um, when the the Marxists came to, to his house, which that's a whole nother scene we got to talk about. When a Marcus came to his house and he and he was like, <clears throat> oh, like she had like red lipstick on, but it didn't cover all of her lips. I'm just like, what was the point? Uh, what was the point of that? Or the way that he described the way that he describes um, Uncle Thurston's girlfriend in that weird oh, yeah. paragraph, which made me realize that I really hate the way that you depict women and you specifically Black women. black women in this book period like the only one that has any redemptive qualities is Rochelle and I just I just think it's like I feel like we've we've progressed past that like yeah but that's kind of jumping ahead <clears throat> I think also when it comes to like the writing grandma had cancer and like we just now find like I just feel like the stuff that's supposed to be fleshed out is not. And then we get all of this, we get all this laborious black backstory, like all of this stuff, like all of this stuff. And then like, we just boom, grandma has cancer. I'm like, it just felt like, wh- what? I thought she was just, she was okay. She was okay. Like 20 pages ago, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Just like on the writing, like, and I was just like, I don't. It felt like that Carisha and uh, Kevin Hart, Kevin Gates video uh, interview. Like, I, at no point in time do I know what's going on. I've been looking. I, I really, I knew at the time I read this quote that I should have wrote down the page number. And now I've been looking for it, um, because it was one of the especially like, are we serious right now? Kind of, kind of quotes. Um, what was it about? I might have tabbed it. It was about Popeyes. Oh, when she was like, <laughs> see, <laughs> when when Ray was like, oh, this is getting to be a little bit too much. I don't know. And then Janice was like, oh, well, you can go apply to Popeyes. Like they still hire. He was like, oh, it was so corny. He was like, gotta love that chicken. I was just like, what are we doing? <laughs> what? 
what are we doing now i'm kind of narrowing it down like where like where it is yeah i think that you know we're not getting a whole lot of a mystery like literally the first chapter the first part rather yeah the first part of the book was um about the present day oh my god the violin is lost we have not returned to that since like yeah we we flashed back four years earlier and we've just been in that between four years ago and the present this entire time and we're 200 pages into the book um so i wish i feel like that was the most enjoyable part so far the first part where they were talking about the actual like mystery oh my god the violin is lost let's find it um we have not revisited that um and i'm not loving that so you want to find that quote so bad i could tell i i do i want to find it so bad hold on let me we could both we could we could see because it just like it was just one of them things where it was like a mixture of like this is really corny but also it's like who would say this but also there's no way you wrote that and was like yeah i ate that up like there's there's really it was after um i think it was after his first performance oh for real oh okay so i was looking in the strategy i could be i could be wrong you know a lot happened but i don't feel like it's in the grandma chapter so i'm gonna skip past that oh wait or was it when they went to new york okay why you i want to find it so bad (laughs) and i'm so mad i didn't write it down because i knew i was like Delaney, you have to write this down. Also, okay. While you find that, let's talk about the New York situation. So the New York thing. So he goes to he goes to New York and to get his violin appraised. Now I've never gotten my viola appraised because I literally have. You found it. Mm. I literally have a paper that says how much it's worth that I keep in my case. So there's really no reason. I mean, I I was told I should get it redone, but just the whole the, one of the things that I was talking to Lenny about is like I understand that like <clears throat> you're talking about a field that a lot of people are just not familiar with so like you're doing as much as you can to like bring them in but at the same time it's just like this dude faces adversity at literally every single turn like the only the only um the only time that he doesn't is like when he's talking to Janice. So he goes to the appraisal shop and the dude is like being super rude to him. Like I told you, you said you're going to be here on at nine. It was literally nine Oh four. And then he was being all like, I'll give you 10,000 for this violin. Okay. I'll give you 25,000. That's my final offer just for him to actually take it upstairs and appraise it for real. And it's actually worth $10 million. And it's just like, little stuff like that like it's just like there was really no purpose of it why he had to be rude just like just weird it's just a lot of stuff was just weird like a lot of stuff was just unnecessary like okay can we talk about the debut was it the debut performance or yeah when they changed the concerto when he got there? okay let's talk about it <laughs> i have a note on that I have a note on that. Go ahead, set it up for them. Find my okay. note. So he has this debut performance, right? This is his first like little thing. 
he knows that he got the violin appraised. They know it's a strad, whatever he's performing with this orchestra. And let me see, he gets there and they're like, Oh, first of all, they was it the it was the Mendelssohn violin concerto. They were like, Oh, we couldn't find the parts. So can he play the brook instead? <laughs> and I was like, You could find them, but you can't find Men- Mendelssohn. I was like, I literally wrote in my book, both are in the public domain. Literally log on to IMSOP. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and maybe like for some people, you know, again, they're not gonna know about IMSLP, but like please. Like be serious. It'd be different if he was playing that, that if he takes, was playing some like I don't know, what's that Taiwanese thing? You know what I'm saying? Like a concerto from nineteen sixty, whatever. Like be freaking serious. Like especially because especially because like I understand again general audience but a lot of people that are going to be attracted to this book are people that have this knowledge and it really yeah. it just takes you out of it yeah because that's just that's that's, that's very outrageous <laughs> it's outrageous for so many things first of all the air the air conditioning not working in the venue is literally a is literally a union violation so they wouldn't even be there it's 98 degrees outside it's 104 degrees inside they wouldn't even be there so it's all this like weird stuff, and then I know he was trying to say, "Oh, I found it." That um, not the cold, but um, also literally, I don't know. A lot of stuff just pissed me off. I was like, you know how long, like how many months in advance when people put a season together, and it's like people change repertoire the double. It's very unlikely. <laughs> like it just does not. It just made me mad, and then and then. And he was like, "Yeah, this is what it's like being a soloist. You just gotta, you just gotta hurry up." They're not gonna ask you to play an entirely different concerto. <laughs> oh, you know where? I, you know, okay, because I I know you want to find this. You know where? I, you know where it's at? It's where? at it's after they do the shopping. After they go to New York, like I think I I think I narrowed it in on it. All right, y'all, we found it. <laughs> Well, Katie found it after a long search. I'm, I wanted to find it so bad. But, but see, the problem is there are so many mentions of him working at Popeye's. Like. That we had about two or three false alarms <laughs> before we we found that. But the it, this was the sentence that made me close the book. He was just a black kid who hadn't wanted to work at a fried chicken restaurant. And now he was a musician. And I'm like. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. It's just not working for me. Like, especially like that. Oh, go ahead. And I was just about to say that's just like that stereotype. Like, oh, he's just a small town guy. Like, he's just a black kid that didn't want to work at a fried chicken restaurant. Like, please, mercy, have yeah. mercy. <laughs> it's just little stuff like that. It's just like. And this is what I'm saying, right? So a lot of this stuff is like talking about like there's so much. I think I said this last week. There's so much fluff in this book. And it's just like I don't want to do too much, right? Like whatever. Shout out to Brendan, like whatever. But we got to at some point we got to be serious. Like there's so much fluff in this book that there's so many things that I wish were more fleshed out that there that there aren't that would have made the story 
a lot better because even if we take like the persistent focus on racism which like I don't want to hear nothing about like oh you want them you want like you want it to be like a fantasy no racism classroom that's not what I'm saying like obviously as a person who's in classical music like I deal with as a black person in classical music I deal with microaggressions I deal with flat out racism like flat out racism like um like I said someone telling me that more black people will be in orchestras if they took auditions but like there's so much things that need to be more fleshed out. Like I said, all I don't know where we found out that grandma had cancer. There was no build up to that. There and also to be fair, like, oh, you didn't finish the book. I know I didn't finish the book, but I'm looking at the book right now. I'm holding it in my hands. There's not we still have to wrap up the um what happened with the violin. So you I know it's not gonna be covered or at least covered in a way that'll be effective. Why does his mom hate him? We don't know. We still don't know um anything about the twins. We don't know. Um, we haven't heard nothing about Nicole, and also the way that the timeline is going. Like by the time we get to the last chapter of of um, section uh, four, part four, whatever, we still have not heard nothing about Nicole. And at that point, it's six months. So you telling me, just looking ahead, you telling me that you met a girl, you never had a girlfriend in your life, you had never dated nobody in your life. You met a girl six months, less than six months, and now you going on trips with her and she all up in your room. It's like it's making it more obvious. Like obviously it's gonna be it's gonna be her and um it's gonna be her probably to do with it. Like it's it's almost like who else would it be? You know what I'm saying? Because now that I'm thinking out loud the marks so the, we said before the marks is like they went to the house which first of all that whole scene was kind of rubbish because it's like he at his house he practicing because what what I, what we didn't say is that the marks had been sending him letters like hey girl or we're so happy you found the violin give it back and he was ignoring it because it was like other people he, had been sending those too yeah and then so they showed up at his house and then he let them in what are you doing talking about oh they just kind of persistently okay you could have persistently closed the door yeah like what you not supposed to just walk up in my house and you let them in and they sat down on your furniture and then and then you told you it called your grandma old lady and all that stuff it was some weird writing like why why didn't you why didn't you just make him make them go to the concert and corner him at the concert and then they did all that. They did all that stuff trying to intimidate him to sue him anyways. Like, we could have skipped. We could have saved a lot of ink. And it's just like, you, you're you not making, you're not helping us. Like, a, a, I don't, mystery's not really my genre of choice. Well, then you should love this because ain't no mystery in it. We haven't, <laughs> we haven't gone back to the actual story of the, it's not really like a whodunit thing. It's not like a, ooh, the clues and whatever. We have not since, I don't even know, there's no table of contents, since part one ended like we have not touched this mystery yet like at all like and that was like yeah part one ended on page 38 so look all this stuff and then it's like there's so much fluff like for example he goes he this this also pissed me off he went and he judged a solo ensemble competition or whatever type of competition he he went to go judge of course the judges are racist because like that's just the only that's just the only thing we could we could we could you know pick from apparently so the judges are racist there's this black kid that comes and 
he plays his little solo, but instead of instead of a a pianist, he has a CD player. Okay, first of all, again, I'm confused what time period we're in. Secondly, <laughs> you are right. I just forgot about that. Secondly, I've I've judged solo non-time competitions. Okay. You literally I listen, every state is different. Everybody has their own. Someone let me know. Someone DM me and let me know. But if you if your students have participated in or you have judged solo ensemble, where in the rules does it say that you are allowed to use a CD player to to compete? That does not make sense. Okay, so he whatever, and then he plays he up uh, the the kid. Sorry, I'm gonna pull over because it's really pissed me off. The kid, and that, that's why I feel like we should have read a book about medicine or like a book about ballet because I know too much. The kid plays this thing from the Titanic but also knows how to play Vivaldi A minor. So why would, that doesn't make sense. That does not make sense. Okay. So he's doing all this stuff and then he ended up buying his, the kid a violin because it was real cute. But it's just like, that does not contribute to the plot. It does not contribute to the plot in any way. It's another thing that we have to pull over for to distract from the fact that like you hadn't, you didn't really seem like you took the time to develop any type of mystery. Obviously, listen, I'd rather be wrong, but anything, anyone, anyone outside of Nicole, the Marxes or his family is going to be rushed because there's no type of, and it has to be Nicole because you started dating this girl six months ago. Now she all up in your room and she traveling with you and Blase Squaze. Yeah. And you asking her to come to Moscow, like, I will say the one part with the little boy, when you brought the violin, I look you, I started looking tearing up, like, I, I have tearing all, up at the part. I have huh? all written in my, I, <laughs> like, I, 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 I shed it, I shed a, a tear or two, because I just, I hope that I could do that for somebody one day, you know, like, yeah. this kid, he don't have no lessons, like, whatever, he bought his violin, like, oh my gosh, like, I was like, ah, but like you said, yeah, the, did I mean, it take 20 I pages to do that? And okay, and, and about the whole racism thing, like like you said, like we don't want people to be like, oh, y'all want it to be, you know, fantasy, you know, racism. If there was no racism in this book at all, that would be just as much of a fantasy as what is actually in the book. Like that, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like we, so we're not saying, oh, like you know, we wanna we want it to be erased or whatever. Like I'm telling you, this is. This is as far fetched as there's no racism in classical music. Like that's like what's in the book is as far fetched. There was two other things that I wanted to okay, the lesson was one of them. Oh, in the call that he was on with those people. Oh girl, I kinda blocked that out. Go ahead. <laughs> Cause it's just too much. It's too What happened to the violin? Where's the violin at? This could have been the violin. This could have been if we took out all of the fluff. This would be a novella, five chapters at most. So the lesson, okay, okay. Granted, he ain't never been to no lesson before. Like we'll, we'll say that. That's that's all I can give you, Raekwon. That's all I can give you, because he couldn't play something in the lesson. He threw the violin in the case and started storming out, and the teacher had to run after him. And they had a lesson in the staircase. I just picture me and Mr. Taylor in the staircase at Eastman. What that I even just, look like? 
Could you imagine storming out of a lesson? Like, you have to know. Like, I'm sorry. Okay, again, he never had. He didn't have lessons before he went to college. Okay, I'm sorry, Raekwon. But you, you know that you like you are a diligent. He's a diligent musician. He practices or whatever. Do you really think that? Do you really logically in your brain think that you could just run every time you can't play something, you just run out of your lesson and your teacher gonna chase after you? <laughs> and the fact that she tasted after that's also was unrealistic. The fact that she went after him. I can't think of one teacher I've ever had the nicest the I'm talking about the nicest people. All right, babe, I'll see you next week. Like I can't think of one teacher that would chase after you. Also, the writing was clunky there too because I thought you left your you slammed your violin case down and closed it, but now it's with you in the hallway and it's open out the case. Like I don't that was clunky. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. And you threw it in there? The strad? Oh, well, I don't think he knew what that was. He didn't know it was a strad. He thought it was a... But, but he was taking extra care of it because it was... Grandma Nora gave it to him and whatever, but now you're throwing it around because you can't do it. What was it? A saltier or something? Stroke? Like one of the hardest strokes ever. I was about to say, it's hard, bro. Like, you if you going to do that, you might as well pack it up for good because... <laughs> but then... But he couldn't do that and he didn't know... But there was something else that he didn't know that it's like, we could have a whole conversation about stuff I didn't know when I went to college. But a couple months later, he's preparing for the Tchaikovsky competition. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you right about that. You right about that. Because it was something. It was something extremely, extremely basic. That like I was like, there's no way you're you're preparing for Tchaikovsky after, like, like some maybe like his staccato or something, or maybe it was the same associate stroke. And it's just like, no. And then also. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, like, for, like, shock factor. I don't know. It's, like, Tchaikovsky, but it's just, like, it's just unrealistic for you to be preparing for a competition like that as someone who just started taking lessons for four years. Like, there are so many other violin com- uh, competitions that would have made more sense. Or th- or just taking that scene out. I, I understand. I know, why he, I know why he did it. He had to figure out how to get it into the conversation. But it, it don't. It just does not add up. It just does not make freaking sense. Like so much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like, oh, you know what it was? She was like, she was like, oh, if you're gonna be preparing for the competition like this, you're gonna have to do some work on some on some. You're gonna have to learn how to do some of the more basic things like double stops. He not playing double stops. Tchaikovsky's <laughs> 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 competition. He not I, do it as a violinist. But I feel like what I okay, how I interpreted that was like excuse me. How I interpreted that was like <laughs> this is, we're too close to the issue. That's the problem. Yeah. That's, how that's I, half of these, that's the problem. But how come you ain't pick a okay? How I interpret it was like he, he got to clean it up. Like even for me, I'll be like, like one of my goals is to have like one of my technique goals right now is to have more connected vibrato. Obviously, I know how to connect my vibrato, but it's just like it's something that you want to continue to refine. That's how I. That's how I interpreted it. There was two quotes though, because the one I just found was not the one that I'm thinking of there was one that was like 
oh he played the double stops out of tune that was like yeah you gotta clean that up but one it was like you gotta start learning like it, it no it i know, I know what you're talking about yeah yeah and i was just like okay i see okay that's what you're saying it's just okay i feel like this is don't make no sense and i feel like we're too, yeah we're too close to it because it's like stuff be clunky and and don't be adding up and it just takes away from the fact that where is the violin at like right ain't no conspiracy because like, like yeah it's just the violin <laughs> Like it was set up. I'm not gonna lie. Even though there was like some stuff that I had tabbed from last week, like it was set up nice. Like it was like running. We had that gray hair lady coming in, asking all these questions. FBI, da da da. And now we in this like extended time lapse that it's just like. And then also, how I know it's fluff. How I know I'm not doing too much is you. Ha- you realize how all of a sudden Ray had all this bravado. All of a sudden he's standing up he doing all this extra stuff there was where do we where did that character development come from all of a sudden you flip the page and he's like telling people off on board calls we are right here because that's the exact next thing i was finna say i he's standing up for himself more in these parts and it's almost worse like i almost wish he was still a doormat because (laughs) like (laughs) he literally goes from being a doormat to like I have all this all this like he puffing up his chest all this stuff I'm just like this is also annoying to me because one you literally cannot talk like that to people in classical music especially for you as a soloist or in any field you as a solo now the, the call situation was crazy because they were like we lead diversity and we need your kind to come play Gershwin and it's like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and you know what what was I gonna say I just yeah oh oh, i was gonna say in his defense and you know take this for granted but maybe finding out that it was a strap maybe that puffed up his chest a little bit or something or put a little pep in his step and now he feel like oh y'all can't say nothing to me i guess (laughs) i'm just trying to give him something i just wish it was a more transition i just feel like yeah there was no you took you took the time telling us about freaking aunt joyce's wildest dreams that extended i understand i I, we okay i ain't gonna hold you because you know me me and the talk about stuff like all the time off the mics obviously and we always do checks like are we doing too much are we being haters like i'm not trying to like pile on but like it's just frustrating because it's like there's time spent on stuff that this distracts from other things like i feel like there's a lot of potential here like we already one thing we know one thing that was established his family sucks his family freaking sucks how many ways you just saying the same thing in different fonts how many different ways are you going to tell us that we spent all this time we spent we spent like three and a half pages four pages talking about how his uncle wanted him to co-sign alone and for this <laughs> random ass webs uh website restaurant that he wanted to open and it's just like you could have spent that time some, telling us something else some equipment was going cheap and, like and oh first of my all, god you have page limit you know, this how you know uncle thurston was uncle Th- no it's uncle larry who so was uncle, uncle larry, larry? <laughs> 
I'm like, this is how you know he don't know nothing. Talk about, oh, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be able to uh, repay it in a year. First of all, you're not gonna be turning a profit in a year. A restaurant, talking about the restaurant is a short thing. That's not, there's no such thing. Actually, it's the opposite. It's actually restaurants, opposite. At restaurants be going into the ground. You won't be making a profit probably for the next three years, Uncle Larry. At best, you revisit your your business plan. Talking about <laughs> it's a surefire thing. I'm like, a lot of rest- restaurants are barely breaking even. You'll be surprised. Like, and those are the lucky ones. It's the lucky ones. A restaurant? You're like, it's a surefire thing. I got cheap equipment. I'm just like, what are we doing? And then um, getting back to the depiction of like the way he describes women, the way he describes people, like the imagery. I'm just like, like I remember like when, when he had got pulled over by the police. He got pulled over by the police for doing an illegal turn. Then we had... Then we had to do all this trauma stuff. You, you really, you really wrote this book. If it, if this came out in twenty twenty two, you writing this twenty nineteen twenty twenty. That's wild for you to put all that stuff in there. I'm like, I was immediately triggered. I'm, I want, I started skimming because all this stuff about oh, get out the car, get on the ground. Oh, you stole a violin, bloody his nose. I'm just like, what are we doing here? Well, well, well what do we have here? And you're going to the county lockup and slamming his head on the hood of the car and putting a gun to his head. Like, what? Like, where's the violin? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, where's the violin? I'm just like, okay. So you're doing all of this and then, so, whatever. I'm not going to say that's unrealistic because it literally is realistic. So I w- Yeah, the actual encounter is realistic. The actual encounter is realistic. So I'm going I'm to leave that alone. We get to the station. He, he calls Janice, whatever all is whatever janice helps him out then the people from lsu literally coming to get him out of there talking about and this pudgy kid and 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 i'm just like why are we using this why are we talking about this with the way he was talking about uncle thurston's girlfriend talking about how she had too many barrettes for my taste and her skin her clothes was tight on her skin i'm just like yeah her 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 pants look like they were spray painted on what what all, every time he mentioned the mom, he mentioned her fake nails. Who cares? Yeah, it was a lot. And we still don't know. I feel like I want to know. At this point, I don't want to know because we're we got <laughs> we got a hundred pages left and I'm trying to figure out what happened to the violin. I want you to take the time to to tell us that. But we don't know why does his mama hate him? What what happened? Like, it's too much. I want to know, okay, so there's a couple things I want to read. First of all, the whole Gershwin thing. So he gets a call about he's supposed to be, he's going to be soloing. And they're like, oh, we had a feeling that you would like, you would be excited about this Gershwin program that we put together. And he's like, I don't know why they would think that. Like, did I ever say that I was really into Gershwin? Like, I don't remember. And then he's like, oh, he realized in the director's eyes he would play Gershwin because he was black and because black people were not sophisticated enough to master, nor in any instances ever capable of mastering the real European composers like Beethoven, Bach, Corelli, that was random, Mozart, Corelli Mendelssohn, or Brahms. <laughs> Corelli was random as hell. That's how they really? just writing. That must have been like, we need 5,000 words by tomorrow. <laughs> and, and I was like, first of all, that I feel like that would lead people to believe that George Gershwin was black. Um, especially because the he was a little ambiguous. I mean, the he was referring to the previous he, which was referring to Ray. But <laughs> I think the way, okay, it says, yeah, 
in the director's eyes, he would play Gershwin because he was black. And, but he the, he is referring to Ray, but also I feel like the context, oh, yeah, it's the like, context of saying all oh, black people couldn't master real European composers. Of course, of course, not people can be white and not European, you know. But still, I feel like that would that that doesn't really scream Jewish guy that wrote black sounding music like that doesn't scream that to me if you don't know who George Gershwin is um but I want to read the encounter that he had with the people and this is why we're saying like when he stands up for himself this whole new attitude that he got like it's not always positive so he was on a call with these people from this symphony and so they said this was after the Gershwin one oh here's another pudgy spokesperson like uh, okay <laughs> He says, we're trying to promote diversity through our organization. We believe that Big Rock, that's the name of the thing, leads South Carolina and being inclusive. So that's why we felt it would be best if we feature someone like you. What was he's we're quite we're quite excited for you to do a performance of some of your music. Um your music. Like am I a composer? And he says, so glad we're on the same page. The skin under his jaw jiggled, okay? And then it says Ray couldn't see his neck. First of all, why is everybody... Yeah, like these weird ass... You know what I'm saying? Like these weird descriptions. Like the lipstick thing that I said a couple minutes ago. The lipstick ain't go all the way. Her lips, she waddled in. Like, are you okay? Like, don't let nobody be heavy set around him. Because he gonna tell you about it. Or like your clothes too tight, or you got God forbid you got some fake nails. Like I don't like it's just a twinge of like the things that are chosen to highlight don't yeah. seem like very descriptive. And even in the music, talking about music is hard. Writing about music is hard. But like I mean, this is something another thing that's like, okay, we're too close to the problem. But well, I feel like when you write about music, it should evoke what the music actually sounds like. And so when things are vague, I feel like that's that's a, a byproduct of me, you know, having to write essays about music and things like that. Because when stuff is like vague, like, oh, a sweeping melody, sweeping how? Like, what do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? Like, what yeah. do you mean? Like, but again, that's a, that's a whatever. But, but I also, wanted to- I, yeah, he must be taking, he must be taking advantage of his audience. However, you made a good point that, um, you made a good point that the people who are probably going to read this book are probably like closer to that realm of classical music or like played the violin before or whatever. Because even like one of my friends um, who used to be, um, who we who used to volunteer for the, the place we used to work at, she was like, oh, I read it. And she plays violin, you know, as a hobby. So um, it just doesn't even the way you even the way you would describe he's he describes her and stuff it's just like you taking advantage because like you as a you as a classical music musician i lost my train of thought in the middle of that i don't know if you can tell but i'm back now you as a classical musician <laughs> you as a classical musician should be we all took the classes why are you writing like that that's why i'm like i wonder what the editing process was like if there was a push to maybe like I don't. I don't even want to say simplify. And when I mean simplify, I don't mean that the book is simple. I mean simplify, as in like not too much of the nitty gritty accuracies is what I mean by simplify. Like generalize rather. Mm-hmm. Um, some of like I wonder if there was a push to do that. But e- even so, I find myself th- looking at some of the language that's real technical language and thinking like 
I don't think that this is serving anything because that's that's I'm, I'm thinking like hmm you're st- you're talking about mixolydian modes and stuff like that seems like quite technical to be in here you know so now I feel like that's contradictory like of what I like I, so maybe it's not one of those I don't know but I also think that like when we were talking about the whole pizzicato thing oh, <laughs> I don't want to revisit that it literally, <laughs> it literally made me feel so icky um I feel like that was another one where it's like if you had to de- describe what pizzicato means, like you could really could have cut out the middle, the middleman, and just said his fingers ran down her spine like plucking strings or something like that, you know? Yeah. Like cut out that. So I don't know, but I wanted to read people that call. So when he was on the call with the same people who was like, "Oh, it'd be so great for you to play some of your music. So glad to have someone like you, whatever." He was like, after he said that he couldn't see that dude's neck, he this is how he responded. <laughs> Sorry. That shit is dope, yo. He told them, I fucks with some Mendelssohn. I'ma rock that shit. Playing them arpeggios and shit is my jam. Can't wait to come. Anything but that Gershwin shit, yo. Every time I turn around, somebody be trying to get me to play that fake black shit. Could you imagine? First of all, if I was in this meeting... Could you like? Could you imagine somebody doing that and really thinking that they ate? <laughs> like he 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 probably looked like, oh, I ate that. No, you didn't. I will have to turn my <laughs> camera off. <laughs> Wait, but okay. My my impression of that scene was that he was mocking them first and then ate them up. Cause he ate them up a little bit after that, right? Yeah, no. But I'm thinking like like thinking that he. He was mocking them like they were supposed to feel embarrassed about that. But I'm like, what you just said, like that makes oh, you look embarrassed. Oh, no, they were like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like he, he said that and was okay. like, and he yeah, he ate them up and was like, now that I have your attention, you need to understand that, oh, I'm black. I'm a musician. And I just happen to be black and, and I can play whatever other people can play and all of that. Like, yeah, it was to make a point. But the point, like that was, that's not how black people talk. Like, <laughs> I mean, I understand, like, I guess it was supposed to be mocking how they think that black people are, but it was just very cringy to read. It was. That part was very cringy. Also, like, even speaking, like, the way that, like, black people are depicted in this book, like, even, like, the way, like, okay, it's a mother terrible. Yes. But it'd be piling on sometimes. Like, when, like, the little text, so first of all, and another thing, why why does ray feel so beholden to give his family money like i know it was briefly described like because they want to sell the violin it's like okay i'm gonna send you a portion of it but like how did he decide the portion why do all these people get it that's confusing to me and then so there's one scene there his he was like his mom texted him randomly and was like where are you i'm like what black person talk like that yeah i just feel like in the whole thing like if somebody said that to me like if somebody was making those weird racist like things saying oh you're kind whatever like i feel like i would just be like what the fuck are you like what yeah. like what are you doing like i would just skip to the eating like to to eating them up like i wouldn't be like yeah oh, like shucking and jiving in a like a thing like who is that for it's weird it was just like it was just very like uh okay. one of the several moments where i had to like close the book and like take a break yeah and like the the family first of all rochelle is great however she supposed to be all oh, the great aunt 
he's he he's sending everybody money more than he said he's sending them like 80 percent of his earnings or whatever split between your aunts and uncle your mama is one thing but your multiple aunts and uncles you're That's sending money in and Uncle Rochelle's a paralegal. If you don't send him his money back, you got a good job. Like <laughs> you're supposed to be the one that he care about. Yeah. When, like I would, if especially they have a close relationship. I'm sure he wants to send her money. But if that was, if I was in her permission in her position, and my nephew was sending eighty percent of his earnings to a bunch of ungrateful ass family members, and I had a good job, I would be sending him his money back. Don't have to, you don't have to send me no money. <laughs> yeah. The whole I still don't understand. I still don't quite understand why he's even doing that. Like. They found out the they they found out the violin was worth money, so now they want a portion of his earnings f- from the violin. Make him like I don't want to be dense. Like, I off. guess I get it, but like, huh? Especially they doing fine without you. It's not like none of them are on the street. They just, don't need money from you. <laughs> it's the way that you like portray black people. I'm just like, so what? What we got going on here? Like, it's it's some. I feel it's some. It's something going on here, like underneath all of this, like, yeah, because the only black person that's like, like I mean, Janice is doing a thing, where it's like the whole family is just so stank. He's talking about oh, Uncle Larry's get rich quick scheme, like it's just so stereotypical, yeah, like, and it's just like it's not good. Like a lot of people are in a position where they have like a black family that like wants them to do something first of all they don't even, it's not even like they want him to all oh, be a doctor whatever they want him to work at Popeye's which oh you could be making good money at Popeye's by now no he couldn't and <laughs> like like some people have you know they have families that don't understand but how terrible everybody is like everybody suing him for the violin like oh well to be honest I that might not be that yeah. yeah because money money makes people come out of the care literally like i that was like i could see that coming i could yeah. no i couldn't see that coming let me let me rephrase that i couldn't see that coming because honestly at no point in time did i know where i was going i thought we were looking for a violin um but i will say like that was that was believable yeah but the whole Oh, the uncle Uncle Thurston sending the girlfriend to his performance to ask for a loan and everything. The mom coming and talking about oh you forget about us in the text message and like all like it's just relentless. And then um, the I can't I keep coming back to it because honestly I'm just so befuddled. His mother hates him. Like she really like he breathes and she's just like seething with rage. And it's weird. Like I love you, ma. And she like firms up. It's just, <sighs> yeah. It's like he like, like Raekwon is the angel, and the whole world is against him. And it's just like I understand you have to give your protagonist obstacles to overcome, but he don't need to climb Mount Everest. And not and not like, every obstacle. Yeah, he, he. It's not like they're having him climb Mount Everest with roller skates on, blindfolded. Like that's <laughs> what, backwards. What, what, right. <laughs> with his top with his legs tied together <laughs> and his hand he got one hand he cut one he, he cut no they cut his hands off he got nubs but he's still like, gonna play tchaikovsky like that's what it's giving it's like we get it family doesn't understand we get it like uh the violin is so well actually we don't get that but like right i'm about to say hold on where you get that from because it's just like the 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 I feel like a lot of the it's like beating a dead horse. That's yeah. what it is. It's beating a dead horse instead of making the issues 
more like intricate more complicated more not complicated but like more fleshed out and like adding some substance to them it's just a bunch of like really jarring experiences Mm -hmm. you know and i just i just i just wish it were different oh yeah we already told y'all most of what happened when he got pulled over so I'm, I don't even like that scene. When I saw like the when I saw the, the mention of police, I'm like I already knew where it was gonna go, and I knew it was gonna be bad. I didn't know how it could be bad, but I knew I knew it was gonna be. Yeah, and at least since, since it was a flashback, I knew he was gonna survive it. But like, jeez. And also, now that I think about it, listen, that police co- encounter could have gone anyway whatever whatever but i'm saying like even if you okay you're gonna give us a traumatic police scene can you at least make it realistic like it was, it was realistic but like what what average police officer knows that's a violin and how much yeah you know what i got from that though what i thought it might have been the marxist because they people do that oh i thought that maybe because he because he said booking for stolen property and i thought like oh maybe they p- paid off a police officer to get him and try to get the violin back because if he had gotten actually gotten booked and hadn't gotten out of out of jail then they could have did whatever with that violin okay but since he got out a couple like in the middle of the night i was like well maybe they did that and it was because he was like well 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 what do we got here of all the things to be looking at in that car you know ah uh, and also but also how would you know he was there at that moment well because he has a he has he has a schedule that's what i thought like they probably looked at where he was gonna be no but i mean not like it at lsu but like on his way how you know he ain't fly to baton rouge how you know he ain't you know what i'm saying how you know he rented a car how do you know any of that stuff i feel like the police could find out if they wanted to like they probably knew what hotel he was staying at they could probably they could probably figure that out easily and just and just tell him but yeah but like okay he was driving he flew into baton rouge and he was driving how did you you know what i'm saying how did you know that was him how did you know how do you know when you're gonna rent a car you get any random car how do you know that was him how do you, you know what i'm saying how do you know what time his flight got in how do you know what if they pulled it from the rental car place I'm just saying that could be like, oh, we doing an investigation in this dude or or maybe I don't know. I've never been to Baton Rouge. Maybe they know, oh, he has to go up this street. We're going to wait for him or something like that. Mm. Or and, and also that was the circumstances. They may not. It may have just been an opportunity whenever you can get him. But maybe they were going to get him while he was pulling into LSU or while he was pulling out. You know, see, that would have been more. But they pulled him over at LSU. I believe that. But like randomly on the street, she like normally you need like some type of like subpoena to do that kind yeah, of stuff if you, are race, if you taking payoffs from yeah like, true you doing whatever you in a racist police department and also you know how that that doesn't surprise me is because police be intimidating people all the time that's like true that like true. how in that uh texas school shooting when they was sitting out they were sitting outside that the mom's house the mom that saved those kids just sitting outside of her house looking at her like they could find out where you at for sure yeah that's true that's true i mean i'm not i don't 100 believe it i'm not gonna lie to you Baton Rouge is a major city. I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you, but the them getting information. I think, like, I don't think I don't think that's for sure. That's just a thing that popped into my head. Yeah, but that makes sense because because it's because it's unlike. I feel like it's also unlikely that they would be like, well, 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 what do we have here? A random police officer knowing that he's carrying a, vi- a valuable instrument, yeah. let alone an instrument at all. 
you know, and and saying booking for stolen property. You don't even know what's how you even know what's in there. Yeah, and it's just you just see a box with some handles on it, and you talking about stolen property, and you could have picked anything in the car to be stolen. You could have said he stole a car. Yeah, but you picked up the violin, of all things. Like I feel like I find that I find that a little hard to believe. But then, so I feel like they're both, they both could be the case. He could have just happened to know what the violin was. Mm. Yeah. I feel like it's more likely that he probably just pulled him over. Like, maybe, like, I mean, there's a couple of likely scenarios, but the whole, the marks paying the police officer off, I have to be honest, knowing what I know about what I read in the book, I feel like that might be a little. Say it. Cause I know what you might be saying, but like, I'm not sure. Yeah. You you know what I'll say like yeah I know what you're saying that might be a little yeah. good like <laughs> like you know what like you know what I mean like that just seemed like it might be a little like we haven't gotten any inkling of like a twist like that or like a ooh you know we haven't got we, I have to be honest we haven't yeah also I feel like this book also might have been now that I think about it This book also might have been better if it was like you know them books that have like multiple pers- multiple perspectives, mm-hmm. because we see everything through Ray's eyes, which is fine, but it's just like we're missing out on so much. And since like the Ryan man was a little lazy, it's like that would have been like a better way to we because we don't even we have no idea of the Marxist motivation. We have no we have nothing, so it's like we could have got a little bit more than I like that would have been that would have been tea. Yeah, a little bit more of a fight with them. Yeah. More of a back and forth instead of just a bunch of like anecdotes about, oh, and then he went to this concert and they called him a nigger. And then he went to this concert and they yeah. called him a darkie. And then he went to this concert and they called him a boy. And then they went this, like, it's just like, it's a lot of this. Like, yeah, we, we know. We know. And it's like, maybe we're going to find out, but like, that kind of irritates me because I feel like it's going to be like a rush to the finish because. Yeah, I feel like it'll be a little a bit lopsided. Yeah, because I'm looking at I'm I'm physically looking at the book. There's like not a lot of left. There's probably like a hundred, hundred fifty pages left, and it's like not even that much. It's like a hundred pages left. So it's like, what? How are you gonna wrap up this thing? It's gonna be really quick, you know what I'm saying? And then also, lost my train of thought. Great. I don't know. It's a little, it's just a little, um, upsetting, not upsetting, that's dramatic, but it's just a little like underwhelming because it's like, even the time you took, like the time it took for you to do all this press conference and stuff like that. It's like, are we going to, fi- maybe you're right actually. Cause maybe are, we are going to find out because the way he took out that time to spell out the officer's name and stuff like that, maybe that's going to come back. Mm, maybe. I would be impressed, and, and you did all that. Pro- he did a press conference after the officer pulled him over. You did all that press conference just to not, just to say, "Oh, I'm not saying it for racist." What is the press conference for? Literally, uh, the press conference was for him to finally stand up to that mentor. Oh yeah, on the way out, they wasn't even in there. I was literally reflecting. I was reflecting on that, like after I read. I was like, you set up this whole, because basically, I don't know if we talked about it. He got this mentor to show, to teach him like showmanship, which kind of like pissed me off. a whole other thing. Which kind of pissed me off. Right. Because it's like, I am not a girl who has done 
a lot of competitions I think I auditioned for like two in my life so I I can't really speak to that but it's like you over here talking about you just praised Janice a couple of chapters before about how she went on and did all this stuff and how she's a good violinist and she can't teach you about stage presence she's talking about showmanship like that to me doesn't make sense secondly at the end of the day it really like yeah stage presence matters but like if you're not playing the right notes in tune then you literally not finna win so I don't in the stuff that they was doing he was ripping out a rose and giving it to a lady in the audience they was talking about put a cape on like what and 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 what did he say your African rhythm no he said jungle rhythms aren't you guys known for your jungle rhythms and your African heritage what are we talking about and also you said like yeah it's for it was for him to stand up to that guy first of all you had been paying him to coach you so ooh, you really showed him like yeah it's weird <laughs> like you should have been you should have been first of all you shouldn't even have worked with him and also now that i think about it what was the point of that entire character what was what was the point of that i just i just realized that he hired this guy to show him how to have sportsman sportsmanship you hear me showmanship just so he could realize that that don't really matter he gonna find somebody else so we literally got this whole character i don't even remember his name because he just literally does not matter unless he saw the violin we're gonna find out maybe he got maybe he got mad that -hmm. he got dismissed like that and saw the violin but also apparently this guy is like some famous guy so why what well it's 10 million dollars so maybe but also as a violinist, you should know better not to steal a violin. You literally can't. Where are you gonna pawn it off? It's just shred. Um, literally nothing makes sense. What, what's that movie people been talking about? Everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. I heard it's suspenseful, so I won't be. I won't be seeing it. But based on title alone, this is the same thing. We literally got introduced this entire character, dragged it along for like thirty pages, set up this whole racist encounter with the police to have a press conference to tell him off because there's really no other reason why he got pulled over by the police and then also like you uh, this is too much there's so much i can unpack from that like you wait till you get to this you wait till you get to louisiana to have a racist encounter you're literally from north carolina talking about the deep south you live in the deep south or is that like only mississippi alabama louisiana georgia like I don't like what what constitutes the deep south. It's just weird. It's just freaking weird. It's just too much. And and mind you, this whole dude that he hired for the the showmanship thing, like, you, like they was doing stuff. He was like, oh, I want them to remember me. So they was talking about oh, wear a costume, wear a cape. First of all, you're the only black person gonna be in that competition. They're gonna remember. You. They're gonna remember you, and you're playing on a strad. <laughs> <laughs> the ten million dollar strat that was surprisingly found. That's freaking global news, bro. Like they're gonna remember you. <laughs> oh, that's what I was gonna ask you from earlier, right? So you know, okay, so say you know like your family trash or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You t- like first of all, you announcing that you found the strat, I feel like I wouldn't tell anybody. I feel like that puts a target on your back. Cause when she was like, Oh, we gotta t- we gotta put we gotta do a news brief, we gotta tell the school the school will eat this up. I'm like I pay the school tuition. What what they they eating that up? Like I literally would not. I would not if I found a Guarneri viola right now underneath my bed. Okay, I'll be like I'll be like Jan. Guess what? Find a Guarneri under my bed. She'd be like, what? I'm like, yeah. 
and that'll be it. Me and her know. What you tell? What are you telling everybody for? And that you got a million dollar violin. Ten million. Ten right. Ten million. I just thought that was the whole thing. I mean, okay, this is where I could be fair. You need the plot. This, this is an example of why you need the plot. But would you tell people like you found like you found this like your base ended up being like a forty five million dollar base? Would you would you say something? I mean, I would I would not disclose. I feel like I wouldn't. But also like maybe maybe because finding a strad that they didn't know existed is global news just for like history. Mm. I could see from that perspective. But yeah, I wouldn't really love especially because like but then again, to be fair, I mean people play strads and stuff like that and I feel like Mm. Like how many tracks did they make? It had to be a, a good little amount. It wasn't. Yeah, so there's a lot of them. Yeah, several hundreds of them. Several. It's several hundred. Yeah. Right. You act like he made one. And so I'm trying to think like maybe initially it'd probably be scary, but also like I'm I'm sure I I don't know if there were any that were discovered recently and it was in the news and like how much people cared about that because like the average person probably doesn't know that there are violence that cost that much. Like the average person off the street. I just find it maybe because I'm scary, but it's like I would never. I w- I don't. I would never tell people that I have that something that costs that much on me for sure. Like that. That's why I'm saying. Like I wonder. I never. I don't know if there are any that have been discovered and have been in the news, and so I don't know if people if that has happened. If people just forgot about it, or if people was for real going off going after that person. But I feel like I would. I would not want to be in the news for having a $10 million instrument, you know. But also, I feel like the person that authenticated it, they're going to want to say something, and they can. You know, they're, they don't, they're not obligated to keep that information. Yeah. So I probably, I feel like it would probably just get out. And you just walking around outside free, and then you don't even you live in a house. You don't even live in like an a, a apartment building, like where you got a little doorman that can stop somebody. Doorman probably gonna try to take it off of you. <laughs> I mean, listen, <laughs> you know, I feel I'm too I'm too scary for that. Like, cause now I'm thinking you conspiring with somebody, you conspiring with the with the maintenance man, so you could jump me one night, cause y'all can control the cameras. Like, it's too much. Yeah, I put to say a, a, a an apartment maintenance could come into your apartment, right? Well, you are, well, you gone and just take and just take that off of you. But he on he on it out his sight. He said he put it in the closet to to talk to them people. Yeah, but he said he said it was a habit. Like he said it was like a habit, like that something that he does. Does he leave? But he it sleeps in? with it next to him. Does he leave it in the closet? Or oh, when he leaves, he leaves it in the closet. Yeah. Oh, okay. He sleeps with it. See. I need to let my viola like you love this violin. Because first of all, sleeping next to it is not gonna do nothing to me. Because if somebody break into my house and it's still girl, take it, take it. Like, I'm not fighting you. She was, you know, the viola has put me through finally. And let me like, you know what? Not gonna work. <laughs> not gonna work because I don't. Not finally, universe, God, listen, I don't need it. I don't. I take it back. I take it back. It was a jokey first, joke. 
if you the type of person breaking in people's houses like i don't want nothing to do with you take what you need and leave me alone because if you wake up in the middle of the night somebody's standing over your bed stop why would you say that to me i live alone i bought a taser recently girl i need to give me one because i was living on a, i was i was by the grace of god when i was living alone and and you know what we got automatic like motion sensor lights and it's a lot of critters around here so it'd be scaring me i'll be at night and all of a sudden the lights come on outside like somebody outside at the door Mm-mm. i'm like girl what is going on like yeah i had to buy me a taser because i was you know i'll get a little jumpy yeah, i mean when i went I out of town when i went out of town i did hide my viola because that was the first time i traveled without my viola literally in four years and i just got nervous because i remember um what happened remember happened to adam couple years ago and i couldn't remember if i said out loud if i was going to mexico i couldn't i couldn't remember and i get i'm, I'm just i be trying to be on the alert but also i thought it's like this girl this girl's dad told her um locks are for people with morals someone want to come into your house they're gonna come into your house that's true yeah i mean there's certain things i feel like there but there are levels to criminals we like literally levels. cannot talk about this anymore. It's nighttime. <laughs> I know, and I feel like somebody's better reach from under my bed. Like, oh my gosh. Um, we gonna see. What were your predictions? It's hard to tell because we ha- we don't have no more than we did last, last time we made a prediction. So I guess I mean the whole. I mean, even if that police officer was paid off by them, obviously the plan was thwarted. So I don't know that that has anything to do with the actual outcome of where the violin is. I wonder if they would risk the lawsuit to pay off, like you know what I'm saying, to bribe a police officer. Like you suing someone, and at the at, at the point that it stands now, oh, we do have a little trinket of information. We do have that um, he called Rochelle or Joyce, one of the two. Literally doesn't matter because we don't know enough about any of them except for Rochelle. <laughs> I feel like it would have made, made, made way more sense if she just called Rochelle. Because he, all these new characters talking about, I call Aunt Joyce. Who is that? <laughs> that was a bit confusing me because I have Auntie Joyce. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, Auntie Joyce, you famous? <laughs> you know, like, okay, literally because we spend so much time talk about these people you know like that meme who is that who is that guy it's not soldier boy that meme is like who are these niggas oh <laughs> i have that in my phone <laughs> i don't know who that is like that's how i feel every time we hear about <laughs> a family member because i'm just like can we just stick to the plot we got mama we got twin and them and we got roy uh, we have grandma and we have all the other people like let's leave it alone like um uncle thurston uncle larry auntie joyce auntie tt now like it's too especially with no character development so grandma nora pop pop like (laughs) and it's like okay to be fair like sometimes my a a bad habit in my my eyes do gloss over sometimes like when i am not engaged so I missed like even how difficult it was for me. You told me last week that Pop Pop was grandma's grandfather. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like that should be more clear. It it, um, it wasn't clear in the beginning. You kind of had to catch it. But it to be fair, it did come back. 
yeah it came back and then it was very clear but like you kind of had to catch it because i had to i remember i had to go back and reread and i had to comb for that information because then they mentioned that he was uh, that he was enslaved and i was like that can't be right <laughs> because this yeah. is a pre- present day how was that his grandpa was enslaved and then i caught something but it was it definitely wasn't clear in the first reading that we did yeah like but the, the little nugget of information we got is that which also was unrealistic because you did not take the time to to you could have everybody watches movies and stuff like that right everybody whatever like i feel like me and you we we watch the easter ray master classes we might whatever but like at, at a baseline we want we know movies he's talking about some letter thing that he remembered randomly four years later from the attic that doesn't i mean everybody's memory is different but that's not plausible if you made a bigger deal about the letter before it could have set up some better foreshadowing so it would have connected better because remember he said that there might have been a letter saying what happened with the violin with pop pop and that aunt aunt joyce was gonna go check on it we haven't heard about that since you remember yeah when he was talking to her on the phone yeah Mm -hmm. So I guess we're going to find out what that's about because apparently the Marxists have like um, proof or whatever they concocted. Yeah, but that's going to be hard to prove because they have a proof that they came over here with a violin. They don't know it's that violin. Not like it got a serial number on it. But right. And, and to be fair to him, I do not to not to chill on him a little bit. He did say several times that the, the serial number had rubbed off. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're not going to like that's going to be hard for them to prove that that is the violin. Of course, there's the connection of that. They can trace they can both trace their ancestry and they know that their family owned his family, which right away, the audacity to you to, for you to come up to my house and say, well, you know, our family owned yours and y'all stole this from us. Yeah, that was crazy. First of all, I I, I tapped something. Talk, uh, I was like, kinship is crazy. You remember that? Did I talk about to you when he said kinship? Let me find it. I'll find that guy's head. Kish? Yeah, right here, too. Um, so Ray was like, excuse me, who are you? I think you should leave. First of all, why they in your house? They were like, sorry, we should introduce ourselves. The man said, what were we thinking? This is a true honor. You know, we really feel a kinship to you. I'm like, so I wrote in the margin, I'm like, kinship is crazy. I remember that crazy <laughs> a kinship, and then when he when he when he told them that they thought that maybe their great 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 grandfather might have been Pop Pop's dad because Pop Pop was half white, and they was like, "We not related to you," yeah. like we you know y'all piped up. He called him Ray Ray. I wish we knew more about Ray's personality. All we know is that he hates himself and he loves violin, <laughs> but like. <laughs> <laughs> Ray be a little funny sometimes too because he was like hey cousin I was like where where has this been like yeah do more of that not a kinship to you oh my god I was like kinship is insane but you know what my prediction is either gonna be I already said it's gonna be Nicole or it's gonna be the Marxist but I just feel like that is too obvious what I'm hoping it's not is it some random TT Sarah that we ain't never met before but Sarah is grandma's long lost sister and and some weird junk. Like just tell us, stick to the plot if we can find it. I have another 
theory that it's kind of it's a little far-fetched it's far-fetched but it's just something that i came in my mind anything's possible babe what is it (laughs) okay so et comes down to earth (laughs) yeah 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 keep going (laughs) no i was thinking what if nicole is holly marks the niece (gasps) (laughs) that would be t the only reason why I'm like mm, is because he met her in the orchestra. She probably didn't get in the orchestra under a false identity. So it's like, would, she, would her name be in the program? Was he looking at the program? Like, she wouldn't introduce herself as Nicole if her name wasn't Nicole in the program and like stuff like that. That's yeah. why I'm like, eh. practically it wouldn't. But also, hey, pretty much everything else we've talked about today has been practically inaccurate. So, yeah, Holly Nicole Mark. It can happen. Yeah, she could, oh, that's my middle name. People go by the yeah. middle name all the time. It can happen. Anything can happen. Literally anything. Because a lot of this stuff has been like, oh, you throwing your your thing and, and having a lesson in the, in, in the hallway and all of that type of stuff. Like, none of that is accurate. Wearing a cape on stage and throwing out roses and stuff, none of that is accurate. Also, I just think about how clunky it would be to walk out on stage with a rose. First of all, a lot of conversations don't even have stairs. What you doing? Hopping down with your violin, walking into the audience, finding somebody, giving them a rose, hopping back up on stage, and climbing then up there. <laughs> you climbing up, right? You put your you put your violin on top of the stage. You swing your body up, like yeah, it's just just clunky writing. Yeah, so I'm wondering, Nicole could be Holly Marks. Well, see, because they they have mentioned her, and but to be fair, like you said, there's been a lot of things that have been fluff and not necessary for us to talk about. So, but I'm like, oh, but well, they keep they kind of they've mentioned her name, and we have not met her. They've mentioned her name more than once. Their niece that plays the violin, and they seem old ish, so they could have a niece that's around his age. She don't have to be a kid. It gotta be her. That'd be crazy. Like that would be. be. I feel like it could be. Wait, don't I would have has to, to, to be because then then it ties into <laughs> how you start how you start dating somebody six months. You already maybe because that's me. And you know I'm not gonna give it away because some people. I mean, I don't feel like nobody's reading this with us, but. And for you, I'm just saying I've read the next chapter into next week's reading. And let's just say the way they got together supports my theory. Her name is freaking Holly Nicole Marks. Oh, I thought you were saying you found something that said that. (laughs) Nah. But it has to be because I'm just thinking like. But by now he knows her last name. He got to. But then, but what if Holly Holly's last name might not be Marks? Oh, duh! Because her mom could be a Marks. Ah, uh, it's her. <laughs> no, 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 we cracked it. Wait, wait, wait! Oh, because their brother and sister are not a couple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Their brother and sister. Yeah, their brother See? and sister. So Holly could be Holly Nicole Marks something else. And you know what? If this is right, I'm be mad. Because we guessed it because you ain't give us nothing else. Cause 
até rimos. Why was this stuff for long? Because it's like, if it's not this, I don't know what it could be. I feel like this would be, because he, he barely know this woman, and all of a sudden, y'all moving so fast. You know, it'll be it's tea. Giving. It'll be tea if it was Janice. And I, I lucky thought, but I was like, hmm, it wouldn't make would sense. Be? But like, I mean, come on, that would be sad. But you know what? That would piss me off because that's the only black woman that y'all portraying positive. Oh yeah, that would piss me off. That would piss me the hell. Yeah, it wouldn't be tea actually <laughs> because the only person. Oh well, you know we got Rochelle. Yeah, we she, got Rochelle. She's the only one that's like okay, but it's like by the hairs of her chinny chin chin. That she's hanging on because now all of a sudden, what? It's going to be Janice and Rochelle conspired. It'll be Tiffy with them. Rochelle too because that would be sad though. Nah. That would be terrible. I wouldn't like yeah. that. But I could see it being Rochelle because it's like, you, you've reached all the success. I had to get out the mud. Even though that does seem like an antithesis to her character because she ain't really seem like she cared a lot, a lot about a lot of that stuff. Like, she seemed like she wants her students to do better than, than she did. So, it has to be Nicole. Because that 10 minutes, I mean, three seconds, I mean, 30 seconds. Like, mm. and you know what? Because I was thinking, I was like, well, Janice, she had access to it all this time. Why would she wait until before? Like, especially because the, the luthier called her first and told, told her that she thought it was a strat. That the guy thought it was a strat. So, I feel like it would have been ideal for her to take it then. But... At the same time, remember when he was trying to buy, they was trying to buy that violin off of him. She was like, are you sure? sure she pulled yeah. to the side. I was like, are you sure you don't want to sell it? It sounded like she was kind of, she was kind of. But also, I think that was before they knew it was potentially a strat. Because she was, okay, because she was in there like, baby, like they offering you all this money for this little $3 violin. Take it before they notice. We going to see, man. We going to see, like. We will. Uh, quickly sweet. as well because I want to know if my if my if my thing is right I want to know I feel like it gotta be because I just feel like okay to be fair like they are setting up the timeline but the way that he's taking the time to set up the timeline it gotta be that it the, Nicole gotta be involved in some way whether she's related to the marks or not she has to be because the 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 amount the the amount of time Slocum is taking to set up a timeline talking about like every chapter is like four months uh twelve months, nine months. You know what I'm saying? Like every chapter mm-hmm. is telling you it has to be. She has to be involved in some way. Yeah, I feel like I really feel like she might have hid it in 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 whoever cleaned up the room double back or something like that. Because it could have been her dressed as a housekeeper we all know no she would have had to get the cart so she could have just paid somebody off oh i got my such and such it would it would have to be not officially through the hotel because in the hotel they obviously question the hotel people so they would be like oh somebody called da, da, da. so it had to be she pulled somebody aside to retrieve it mm-hmm. but I, I, i'm looking at her i hope we get like at least if you're gonna put us through all this i hope Whoever stole the violin, I hope we get some type of monologue. I want a monologue, like like Law and Order style of why you stole the violin. I want it to be like at least please give us that, like make it good, like a monologue, like 
you was about to do all this stuff and I've been doing it for years. Or, you know, it'll be T, random, but T, it'll be that dude that said affirmative action from the from the high school um concert. See, and I would have been like, now, who the hell is that? that uh, I mean, <laughs> it ain't far fetched now. Now, who the hell are they? Like, um, you know what? <gasps> or if it was Aiden. It I'll be irritated because we haven't heard nothing about Aiden since part two. I mean, but that's what it's, it could be given. It's like it could. Hey, hell, what if it's me? <laughs> right? Do you and, imagine if you flip Delaney. ahead? If you flip ahead, it's blank. We gotta wait. It is fill in. Um, no, I was gonna say. Dang, what was I gonna say? I said, okay, "What if it's Aiden?" You be, you was pissed because we haven't heard from Aiden since part two. It was before that. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I freaking lost it. Oops. I'm so annoyed. Because I don't remember what it was. Dang. Oh well. All right, y'all. We should do it. I want to do like a poll. I, like, I need to figure out who's reading with us. Or do y'all just tune in to hear us talk? Or are you waiting to listen to us in September? That's what I'm curious about. We moving on or you want to wait till you come up with it? I'm just really pissed that I forgot it. Because I thought of it right as you said that. What did I say? Maybe that was spark it. No, like right as you said, I was about to say it. And then I was like, oh. Because I was like, oh. You got it? No, you said, okay, you was like, oh, what if it was the dude from. From from from, from the regional orchestra talking about yeah. affirmative action. And then I was like, I would be mad because like, who the heck is that? Like, oh, this is what I was going to say. I was going to say, it would work if. If Nicole, you know how he asked her to go to Moscow? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe. I'm thinking, what if he stumbled across her passport or something and he sees her full name? And he sees Holly such and such marks or he sees marks in her name or something. If she has like a hyphenated last name or something like that. I feel like, what if that's how he finds out? But also you dating this girl, you don't know her name? Well, but he knows her name, like the name that she goes by, but maybe he hasn't seen her name on a government document. That's true. That's true. You know? It could be that, like it could be, yeah. She, her, that's her name that she goes by. Cause even some, there's some people like their name on a program is not the same as it is yeah. on their passport. I mean, me, literally every MSO program has Katie Brown. <laughs> so right, it's probably Katie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, Katie Marks. All <laughs> right, see, uh, got it right here. And so I'm like, well, what? If, and then you know, there's been that's kind of like a plot thing that I've seen in things where like they stumble across somebody and they don't know what to do yeah like maybe it's that maybe he stumbles across and he's like okay do i confront her da, 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 da. like i just wish we were a quarter of the way through instead of two-thirds of the way through so that could be really fleshed out and like t you know like what is he gonna do and like what plan he gonna come up with so like she don't get mad but like she he gotta figure it out and he called janice and it's like okay this girl be lying to me but da, 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 da. and i know she got the violin and they gotta go back and like go back to the plantation and figure something out like like what like it's stuff you could yeah. do you've never watched tv before 
Yeah, we don't got enough time for all that. So yeah, it's probably not it. It's not. That's so, that's so unfortunate. Like, whatever. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to do too much, but it's like it has to be said, man. Like it has to be said. Like, it's kind of it's like, funny how I was like, this might be a short episode. You're like, it's not. Damn. There's literally no way it could have been. There's no way it could have been. Yeah, that was a big chunk of of a book. And a lot happened. Like, okay. Well, we'll see what happens next week. (laughs) I was going to say something about the whole Nicole thing, but I don't know. I want to know, were you going to trip with your man six months after me? Well, that's, yeah, I guess, actually. But not on a trip where I had stuff to do. You want your girlfriend that you just met to come with you to the Tchaikovsky competition? Don't you have to focus? Like, <laughs> oh, so you're not going to be stressing me out. Like, you playing in the Tchaikovsky competition? First of all, I'm not going to Russia. So, that's already <laughs> off the table. <laughs> like, this whole Britney thing is stressing me out. It makes me literally physically ill. Like, I, like I'm not even being dramatic. Like, it's ridiculous. I can't even imagine. You just routine trip and now you in jail for nine years like i it literally makes me physically ill so if my man was playing the tricuspid first of all i'm not dating a musician or i'm not dating a classical musician because now i'm playing my freaking don juan you you really think it should be 10 clicks faster and i'm really gonna think you should go to hell so (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) at least not classical um you can really save me you could really get out my face are you are you jen you could really not talk to me. That's cr- I would hate that. <gasps> right? You 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 laying down having pillows talking. He's like, and by the way, um, <laughs> you're Walton. Like, <laughs> I like you for real right now. Get out my house. So besides the fact that like I wouldn't want to go to, I wouldn't want to go somewhere where my man is working. Like, especially somewhere that important. Like you've been training your whole. You've been training your whole year for this. And now we get in a fight in the, in the Uber on the way there. <laughs> uh-uh. And then, and, nah. And then she was talking about how she had to go back to Erie. She had to get back to Erie. Da, 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 da. But now your man talking about two weeks in Moscow. And you're like, I guess I can move some stuff around. Girl, what? I can talk about this forever. So let's move on. <laughs> All right, y'all, it's time for Black Excellence where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. This week, I'm talking about Dr. Tammy L. Kernado. Um, I found out about her because she was named um, a new member of Grove Music Online um, of its editorial board. And I was like, hold on, like, Grove Music? Like, <laughs> I name this girl. Um, she is currently a university a distinguished professor at miami university um she graduated her bm in choral music education and piano from virginia state university you go bsu um and she has both her uh her mm and phd from the ohio state university her scholarship teaching has primarily been in the areas of african-american music uh specifically classical and popular jazz gender and popular music she served as a scholar in residence for the Women in Jazz Initiative um, at the American Jazz Museum in Kansas City. 
and has worked closely with a member of educational programs, including the Kennedy Center's Mary Lou Williams Women in Jazz Festival, Jazz at Lincoln Center, NPR, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame lecture series, and B- the BBC. Oh, the BBC. Oh, period, Miss Girl. Okay, hold on. You're literally a doctor. Let me let me tighten up. Um. <laughs> um. Okay. Her work can be seen in a lot of places. I'm just gonna give you some. Okay. American Studies, Musical Quarter, Black Music Research Journal, the Journal of the Society of American Music, like a bunch of places. Like Miss Girl is published for real. Okay. She served as a scholarly scholarly consultant for the National Museum of African American History and Culture, inaugural exhibits entitled Musical Crossroad, and appears in a number of award winning documentaries, including Mary Lou Williams, a lady who who swings a band and the girls in the band and recently miles davis birth of the cool in 20 oh, she's finished. that's on my list on netflix she in there um in 2014 she received the effective educator award from the miami university alumni association and in 2018 she was awarded the benjamin harris medallion the harrison award is the highest award given to a miami university dang I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm back. The Harris Award is the highest okay, award hey given, huh? That's a hit cousin. That's your cousin, no? <laughs> it's the highest award given to a Miami University faculty member in recognition of their research, teaching, and service. Uh, she is currently the president of the Society for American Music. So shout out, uh, Doctor Carnado. Girl, that's crazy. Period. Period. My piece of the week. And HBCU too. Period. Okay, I'm done. Oh. Um, my piece of the week is March Love by Tchaikovsky. That's a sneak peek into next chapter. The violin conspiracy is what reminded me of March Love this week. So. Are you happy? But birthday? you know what? At least we hear about more pieces because I mean, okay. To be fair. Yes, I get, I get it. Don't as a soloist, like you gonna have your little set or whatever, like what you play. But I heard you. I saw you t- tweeting about Zagan. I forgot about Zagan. <laughs> Literally, when I saw when I saw because I was like, are we gonna keep hearing about the same pieces over and over and over again in this <laughs> in this book? <laughs> I started. I I I, ate it, I entered my hater era about midweek through this week's reading because to be fair like he 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 prepared for the Tchaikovsky competition he oughtn't be pivoting from any repertoire that he's doing right now yeah but, but he all up in them clubs and stuff like that but okay and you have all this time to teach and, and travel and stuff like that you I, yeah that's another thing you preparing <laughs> not us backtracking Katie no <laughs> you preparing for one of the, the not one of the top competition in the world and you got all these engagements and your, your competition is practicing gotta make money yeah that's true to send to uncle so-and-so and auntie whoever <laughs> right <laughs> tt no i forgot my bad but yeah zagan i forgot that piece is so sexy like oh. it's cr- like the way i was listening revel fans stand up because this is all you finna get but okay the way no nah, daphne and chloe Oh, I forgot I like about that. that. Oh, I forgot about that. That's the only excerpt I love. Not the only excerpt, but that's one of the excerpts I love practicing. I freaking love that. He ate that up. Bum, buddy. Oh, ate it up. 
<laughs> but the way he starts that piece with a with a, a cadenza in it, man, it's just so boom, boom, da, da, uh, 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 crazy, crazy. Anyway, that's my piece of the week next week. So you you gonna hear me say it again? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, y'all. Oh, there's an ex- there's an exit. Um, yes. outro. It's it's also what it's called. Thank you so much for listening to Classic Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classic Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellence suggestion, or an intermission suggestion, send it to Classic Black Podcast at gmail.com. If you're black, join ISBN. We got a little stuff coming up, a little cute little stuff. Um, that's really indescriptive. We have a convening coming up. <laughs> um, and other activities. Join. It's free if you're black. If you're not, donate. I as black musicians on social media iswipeinjustice.com thank you and we will see you next week sure will mm-hmm. bye mm-hmm.